This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's time once again for another wonderful episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois, zip code. I'm just going to get it tattooed on me. That's all I'm going to do. That's I'm going to tattoo Sherrard's zip code on me, so I'll always remember. My name's Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. What is up? And it's just us. Just the Illinois boys. Mm-hmm. Represent, represent. Doug is turkey hunting. Uh-huh. Eric's, like, spending time with his family or something. Ugh. So. <laughs> Gross. Here we are. We actually <laughs> didn't even plan this podcast. It was planned, but planned a while out, and we had, like, mm-hmm. a random opening, and we said, let's record. There's a Thursday night. Um, let's get it done. So, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Sir, do you have a veteran shout-out? You know what? I do want to shout-out a veteran uh, organization, and we shout them out a lot, but it's also as a reminder of something that they do for us. Uh, big shout-out to Heroes Hunting again for everything those guys have done, all the people that we've got to meet through them. Uh, we want to thank especially Patrick Perkins. Yep. Uh, thank him for his service to this country and for his service to uh this podcast everything that he's done uh just all the all the doors and opportunities that um mm-hmm. that they've opened up for us and i know we we talk about them an awful lot but um but goddamn we love them so well, yeah our veteran shout out you know if you want to be technical is actually brought to you by heroes hunting so um but if you want the contact tab working class com, the contact tab there's a button there to submit or if you follow us on social media we post the link there every now and again um, but if you fill that out, the it goes directly to Steve. Um, if you email them in uh, on separately or you send them on Facebook or whatever, Steve might not always get them. So submit them through that link. That's the best way. It keeps us all organized through our daily uh, our daily uh, careers. Yeah, our daily grind. <laughs> our daily grind. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. We we definitely would uh, would appreciate that because we want to get back to vets as much as we can. If a shout out helps, or if you got even if you have an organization that's helping vets too, we'll definitely do that. You know, we do want to recognize the individual, but, you know, sometimes the individual does need some help, too. So just let us know what you got for us. Send it our way. Go to that link, and it'll hit my email. Perfect. The podcast is presented by Scent Crusher, scentcrusher.com. 
favorite product right now by Scent Crusher, go. Definitely the room clean because uh, my dog does not know. Uh, he knows how to poop right in front of the door, but does not know how to poop outside the door outside. <laughs> so that's been a really a, that's been a really enjoyable product to uh, come home to. And I've heard some tricks, um, and maybe this is avoiding warranty of some sort. So sorry, Dan, Scent Crusher, if this is. <laughs> I heard if you have a, a pet that pisses on the carpet at a certain spot. If you take like a Rubbermaid tote and run the hose from your gear bag into the Rubbermaid tote, it'll kill the smell on the piss spot on your carpet. Mm, like you flip it over, I guess. Yeah, you flip it over so it's like it encapsules like the ozone in that. It like isolates the ozone on the spot. Gotcha. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Interesting, dude. I can't wait till they uh, till Scent Crusher comes out with a uh, pet line. <laughs> dude, I tell you about when Sam's. Uh, I've talked about it before on the podcast. My wife, we were out hunting. A couple of years ago in a ground blind, and we had her. We left her Badlands pack out in the garage to just grab next time we were going hunting. And I, I put it on the ground like an idiot, not thinking. And Sherard has a bunch of stray cats, oh. and a cat pissed on it. And dude, you know that smell. And uh, it was bad. And I ran three cycles on it, and it was clean. It's insane. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Insane. It was incredible. We got lucky. I like. I was like, "There's no way it's going to come out." It's 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 good stuff, man. We've been using it um, for a while now. We've been partners with them for a while. And we wouldn't talk about it the way we talk about it if it was bullshit. Like if that didn't work, I wouldn't be, have that story. So yeah, and I'm I, not gonna make it up either, dude. There's there's no way as sloppy and as messy as I am, dude. I would not be getting as lucky in my uh, love life bringing ladies over <laughs> if I did not have the scent crusher room clean. So if you don't believe That's that, the it's best a product right there. I'm telling you, if you don't believe it's a product that works, dude, trust me, I'm uh I'm doing well. Just know that <laughs> <laughs> uh, the podcast is also uh, brought to you by HHA Sports. Right now, if you're thinking about changing up your setup from your uh, your sight or your rest setup on your bow, now after turkey season is about the time you want to get to thinking about it, uh, we would recommend the Optimizer Kingpin, um, and you can either choose the fixed position, which I'm shooting this year, or the Dovetail, which you're shooting this year, right, Steve, the Dovetail? Yep. Um, there's the Optimizer Tetra, which is a newer sight, the Optimizer Light. Um, the Virtus Aero Rest is amazing, and all their products have a lifetime warranty. I think it is well worth it to check all their stuff out. Um, let them know we sent you. It's made in Wisconsin, just like most of your favorite beer is. Unless you're a craft beer snob, then uh, whatever. But if you're a poor <laughs> man like us, this beer... Oh, wait, no. Wisconsin's got a good beer. No, this beer's made in St. Louis. I'm tripping. Uh, the podcast is also <laughs> uh, brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship, uh, North Ameri- oh, NAWTC.com, and we have a discount code. If you're not familiar, well, the code is WCB25. Save yourself some money. Some money. If you've been thinking about buying like a Tacticam or some new broadheads or if you, anything that they give away, once you sign up, you get a Tacticam and this whole package of goodies that helps you compete in this competition. And you go into drawings like right. If you sign up now, I know they're giving they're giving away a turkey hunt. They have a whitetail hunt they're giving away. Um, so if you know you're gonna sign up, use our code and sign up sooner than later so you can be eligible for all those giveaways. And then like say. Scent Crusher is one of their partners with NAWTC. So say you're going to buy some some Scent Crusher product down the down the road and you're already signed up for the tournament. If you show their your receipt to them or whoever one of their partners are, they enter you in the drawing another time. So yeah. if you're going to buy it anyway, boom, there you go. Yeah, they're they're definitely looking out for the hunter. This is a very cool opportunity you could win a boatload of cash. And you get to film your hunt. You get to meet some awesome people run by a great, great group of people, especially yeah. Steve. That guy's like the uncle I wish I always had. I love that guy, man. He is. Uh, he's something special. <laughs> 
He, knows he my, is, man. He's like the, he's like the the cool uncle you got. You know, he's an awesome guy. He it, knows my new nickname that I earned up in Wisconsin that we never talked about. Well, I don't know what your nickname is. Oh, you don't remember that video I took in the hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> Toilet foot. Toilet foot. <laughs> Steve's old Blackfoot. That's what we call him. <laughs> old Blackfoot. That's a that's for another podcast. <clears throat> we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> the podcast is also presented by uh, Elite Archery. I have a Ritual 35 on the way. Steve's got a 30, a Ritual 30 on the way. Boom. We just gave away a Ritual 33. If you follow us on social media, you had to have seen that, the way it got blasted. Uh, Austin from South Dakota won that, and I called him up and said, hey, you won? And he's like, good, because he had some really old Matthews. He um, said, good. Not thank you, just good. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it, he said. I said, you're right. You do. Had a boy. No, nah, no, nah, he was really excited, really cool. And it was funny is I actually know him. Like, Eric picked, like, we ran, well, we picked someone on Facebook, who we did between Facebook and Instagram, and the guy didn't follow the directions. Uh, so he didn't win. Yeah, I follow the rules, buddy. Like, I just, I stated him as clear as day. Yeah. And then Eric said, uh, here's the next pick, sent me a screenshot of the profile of the winner, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, holy shit. All right, I'll call him up. He won. Damn. Pretty crazy. That's so, nuts. Was yeah. it a random number generator deal? Yeah, that's how we did it. Yeah. Random number generator, and then... uh for every what appeared to be eligible comment, that's how we picked. It was pretty, it was pretty straightforward, and uh, I don't know, it was cool. That so he's got a new bow on his on his way. It wasn't bullshit. We actually picked someone. So if you, it, so I think people wonder like you never hear anything back from them. Like I never heard anything from that giveaway. I forgot I even entered. Was it bullshit? I think about that shit all the time, yeah. dude. Every time you hear like a like, dude, whoever wins a McDonald's Monopoly, like I've never met anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I've never seen anybody filling up like their Lambo at a gas station. I'm like, yo, dog, where'd you where, where you work at? And they're like, no, dude, I won this from McDonald's Monopoly like four years ago. That's true. You <laughs> never hear that shit. I don't think there's our actual winners. I'm starting to believe because how many times have you ever heard? Oh, and have a chance to be in an upcoming commercial, dude. Nobody, and nobody except that guy and his family knows. Yeah. And I don't well, you wouldn't that. know either way, but... Yeah. Shit, dude. This segment has been brought to you by Elite Archery. <laughs> <laughs> EliteArchery.com. Hey, one thing I want to add. You can finance through Elite. Yes, you can. So if you want a bow, you can pay it off and... I mean, pay it off in a year. Throw some money down that unit if you want a new ritual or... Yeah, do your thing. Put some money down, finance the rest. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got they got a nice program set up. Um, and my uh, internet's down. I'd, I'd pull up the actual name for it, but yeah, go to Elite.com. And you'll you'll Elite be able archery. to see it elitearchery dot com. You'll be able to go to the the bow tabs, and there'll be that option there, and they'll work with the dealer and get it sent there and everything. And it's a it's a pretty yep. sweet deal. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear, LoneWolfCustomGear dot com. It is the ultimate and portable tree stands. Um, the new DeQuisto series is crazy. If you're on Facebook, go to uh, watch the video of me and Cody being goofballs promoting the how it also doubles as a camp chair for those guys that backpack in everywhere and aren't going to take that type of thing with them. Um, pretty funny. Had a lot of fun. There's a lot coming from those guys, uh, so everyone should be familiar with them, hopefully. Uh, let's get on to the episode. This podcast, we have Cole Thompson from Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. Yeah, this is uh, this is something that... Uh, it, it just calls our name immediately. Kind of wild. I had a I had a buddy of mine like call me during during a podcast. Like I I, I took my phone off like do not disturb, and then I I read the message. I was like, oh dude, yeah, that's kind of interesting. And then um, one thing led to another, and we're gonna be there down in uh, Champaign. 
It's not in Champaign. It's oh, in Bloomington. It's in Bloomington. I'm sorry. He's, I, ac- he's actually from Champaign. So that's yeah. That's where he said. I, I get. I always get those confused. Springfield, Bloomington, Champaign. Uh, there's like the other the other two cities down there that I'm always like, eh. But <laughs> Peoria, Peor, Peor, Molina. Dude, I might. I might have tweeted that it was in Champaign. I'm gonna go back and delete that. Well, get your shit together, bro. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on with the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. All right, on the phone with us, we have Cole Thompson, who is doing something very cool. This is the first time we, we have personally ever talked. Uh, you're putting on the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest, and we're super excited to talk about that. How uh, how are you? Heck yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all good. Cool, man. Well, <laughs> well, this is your first time ever doing a podcast in general, so I'm glad you got to uh, be introduced to the podcast game, the working class bow hunter style. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate that you're driving and you can't drink a beer with us. Yeah, it is very unfortunate, actually. I'm a little bit uh, down about that, but <laughs> I'll get through it. I'll uh, get through it. Man, I, I feel bad. I'll, I'll drink a beer for you. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, all right, let's get to the business, man, because I think – a lot of people – well, actually, let me start here. So we did a little circuit of trade shows in March. Um, well, we did ATA, and then we did the Iowa Deer Classic in Des Moines. Then we did Columbus, Ohio. Then we did Madison, Wisconsin show, and we had a booth at all of those, and it was a ton of fun. And since yeah. we're based out of Illinois, we had – this question kept popping up. What's up with Illinois' show? How come Illinois doesn't have a show? Well, Illinois used to have a really awesome show back in the day. And it kind of died off, and people in Illinois are kind of, and from what I've experienced, are kind of bummed out about it. And yeah. from my perspective, you guys are trying to be the saviors of that missing void in trade shows. Yeah, I'd love to fill that void. You know, I mean, it, I, I'm, I feel the same way you do, and I feel the same way everyone else in Illinois does. And it was just kind of like, you know, it popped up big time six six months ago when you know Luke Brewster he killed that world record, and everyone's you know wondering where they're going to go see that deer you know everyone's talking you know all over social media it's going to be at the classic it's going to be here it's going to be there no you know nobody half the people didn't even understand that there wasn't a deer and turkey classic in illinois yeah so you know that's kind of where it all like kind of started coming together for me it's like man we need to put something together to get this deer you know available for people to come check it out so how long is it built it around yeah, so it's a is this a all fairly recent thing or was it you know, is this been a year in the making or since that deer was killed that's when you started building it because it seems like a short amount of time to put together something like this. 
Yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, it, no, it was pretty much when that deer was killed. Well, I mean, I had thought about it for a while, but, I mean, once that deer was killed and everybody was just kind of gung-ho about seeing it, I mean, that was that was kind of where I started really, really putting things together and seeing if I can't get it done, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, uh, it, I've made some heavy stride, you know, along the way. And, uh, I mean, I'm super excited. I mean, we deployed it, we finally deployed it two weeks ago, uh, on social media. And since then the re the response has just been incredible. Um, you know, our, our first post has pretty much got, Nearly, we've got nearly a thousand followers and uh you know it's, it's just reaching all sorts of you know vendors along the way and i mean i've had 20 vendors signed up in 10 days you know so yeah. i mean it's 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 just going it's good it's awesome that is awesome man that's it's something that one it's close to us so that's great it's easy oh, for yeah. us to be there and and handle things um and i'm looking forward to having our booth there and we're going to record podcasts at the show and i imagine as time unravels between now and the show you know, we're going to be talking about our plans and having people come, you know, come to the show, meet up with us. If we get the time, let's record a podcast and I'll try and get um, some of the bigger names we record with to make some appearances at the booth and stuff like that. So it's our home state, too. You know, that's like the the, yeah. the biggest thing. I mean, I, I was technically our home show. But now that this this is our new right? home show. Plus, it's half beer fest. So yeah. there's, there's right. so I, I ain't, I, I'm not that damn good at killing deer, but I'm pretty good at drinking beer. And I'm not saying like pretty good. I'm still sloppy at that, right? I'm a, but <laughs> at least I'll be able to, uh, you know, hang with the best of them at one part of the fest. Again, <laughs> explain to us. So is, you know, it's called the Illinois deer and beer fest. Is it called yeah. the beer fest because people just drink anyway at these shows or is there something more specific that's happening? So, you know, originally my concept and, and, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to bring in, uh, you know, and kind of make it a beer tour, but there's lots of craft breweries, you know, in Champaign and Bloomington and whatnot, but it, that kind of, that, that part of it pretty much fell through. I put a survey out on another Facebook page I have and it came back drastically one-sided and it was, it was like, you know, my other Facebook page has to do with it's all pretty much hunters as well, and uh, it came back uh, like the question was, "Do you prefer domestic or craft beer?" And I mean, it was ninety <laughs> percent people were bush light. You know, it was just like <laughs> that's mother's well, milk guess, for us, know, man, on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was uh, yeah, that's the way it is. So I mean, I, I you know, I figured at the end of the day, like you know, giving people their Budweiser and Bush and just. You know, we just kind of make it part of the event. We're thinking about doing some, you know, maybe, maybe a few, uh, you know, drinking, uh, you know, enthused, I don't know, uh, contests. I don't want to say <laughs> contests, but, you know, uh, things through the show, uh, maybe some beer pong. You know? yeah. Yeah. I would some, gladly volunteer you know? something out in front of our booth at a certain time on Saturday to do like a uh, – Beat us in a game of beer, uh, beat like me and Steve in a game of beer pong. Oh, they don't want that smoke, especially if we're drinking some Natter Days. Well, we, we could like, do, oh, man. we could do something fun there. We could get like <laughs> a portable table of beer pong, and then right out front of our booth, if we did like beat me and Steve or beat working class bow hunter in a game of beer pong, <laughs> your your team gets a podcast with us or something like that. Boom, or some waterfalls. Dude, um, yeah. Someone bring uh, the flabongo <laughs> out. Uh, Eric yeah. had one as. What do you know? What those are? No, I don't. I've never seen I don't have no idea what it is it's, either. It's that. Or it, it's, it's, it's a flamingo. Like a, it's a flamingo. It's a lawn ornament, and they like carved out that where the legs would be, and you basically hit it like a beer bong. 
Oh, that's fun. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, we'll have one of those. So, Cole, is this show going to have um, – it's going to be like the normal – you're going to have like vendors and, and the trade show vibe, but is there going to be a big butt contest? How does all that side of it work? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've pretty much put together – so I run another big buck contest in Illinois out of my shop. And uh, <clears throat> what, I've, what I've done is – so I've kind of have some experience with it. But what I've done is is I've kind of categorized the, the big buck contest into 30 different areas to win from. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I want – I don't want just, like, you know, winner take all big buck. I mean, that, that world record here is going to be there. Everyone's going to be pretty skeptical of that thing. But right, you know, I want I want the the largest typical, you know, ten point, the largest typical twelve point, eight point, you know, so on and so forth. Separate firearms from archery. Then I want. Or then we're doing, uh, you know, the inside spread, the the biggest deer with the, the inside spread. Oh, that's spread, awesome. Most most mass measured, uh, largest youth season buck killed. Uh, you know, and then the ladies have their categories. And, you know, I I have thirty different categories built out for winners. You know, the more winners, the better. And uh, I want I want everybody to bring their deer. You know, I, I don't That's want awesome, just, uh, I don't want people thinking that there's just you know is it going to add up when you know you can have all those categories and all those chances to win something. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. I like the I like the angle on that. Yeah, I actually really this this show doesn't couldn't fit like our show style any better. I don't believe because mm-hmm. um, right when right when you guys launched your like event and you know where you can hit like interested or going or whatever on Facebook. Yeah, we were getting sent that in our private messages on Facebook and then in groups we were in, left and right. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what is this? I have to learn more. Yeah, I, I think a buddy of mine is is friends with you. Uh, are you I, I thought that's what he said in the the text. It, it just sent it to me and let me know. It was like everybody's like, this is meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly the response I've been getting. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I think it'll be really good for Illinois. Um, I mean, it's what we've needed, man. I'm excited, too, because it's not that far from us. It's two hours from the studio. So, you know, I'm excited to jaunt down, set up the booth, hang out. You know, it's my family is closer to that show, so I can, I'll invite all my family out. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, that's the concept of the being in Bloomington is it's just, you know, it's a central location. You got Springfield, Peoria, Champaign, all within an hour's drive, you know, like I – I really want to make it convenient for, you know, as many people as possible to, you know, stop through over that weekend. Yeah, because the old Illinois Deer and Turkey Classic, is it is it the same building? The same building, yes. See, I think that is awesome because it's going to bring the back that, like, I don't know. This is for me because I grew up hunting, obviously, in Illinois, and I went to those shows, and when hunting season was over, like, I could not wait to go to the Deer Classic, mm-hmm. and it yep. was always at that same interstate center, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, and, and Bloomington there. So when we, I just couldn't wait to get down there, and you walk around, and I would video uh, all the deer heads and stuff there. So that's going to bring that vibe back for a lot of guys, probably my age, that went there as a little kid, and even guys that you know took their kids there, or guys that grew up there like I did. It's 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 going to bring those feelings back, man. I think it'll catch on big this year, but I think as the years goes on, one or two year or two or three years down the road, I think it's going to be that Illinois deer hunting tradition again. Yeah, it's definitely gonna have to. Ta- it's gonna definitely take a few years to get to be what it once was, you know. And, and that, yeah. but that's by all means our our goal. You know, we want to want to bring it back. You know, and that's uh, awesome. You understand that that it's not you're oh, just, yeah. you're gonna make all your money on this one and be good. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's definitely like a five year plan. You know, 
it's it's we're not looking for year one we're looking for year five you know to get to get that bulk majority of people back yeah <laughs> yeah i remember going to the classic when i was a kid the one thing i remember was uh and i and i'm not gonna do it this first year but the one thing i remember was just the the, the fishing ponds i mean it's so cheesy but, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Have it, being a little kid and be able to stick a piece piece of PVC pipe to the string and catch some trout or whatever the heck they got in a pool, you know, that was a lot of fun. I, that, oh yeah, they always had yeah. that at the uh, outdoor show or they they did it like we had this thing called Bald Eagle Days. Uh, we still have it. Still yeah, we, yeah, we still have it. But when I was a kid, yeah, they had that that pond or they had the uh, the little kid poles with the the like the line was just attached to the top loop. Yeah, and you yeah. throw it in there. That, that was fun. I, I caught one fish and I don't like touching fish, so I didn't. <laughs> I, and I looked at this old guy to like try and get it, and he looked at me, and I just like set the pole down and walked away. <laughs> I was not pulling that fish off. Well, that brings up a good point, though. Not the fish thing, but like as you're a little kid, we remember this stuff. Um, yeah. If there's anything like kid related there, that can help get a whole generation yeah. of kids into like what we love. It's fun, you know. Yeah, they all have yeah, light oh, beer. Yeah. So so far we got uh, we, we're going to do a BB gun range. We've got those inflatable BB gun ranges coming for kids. Oh, that'll be we awesome. We got uh, we got a archery tag. Oh, that's oh, a sweet. huge archery tag course. Um, and that'll that'll all be outside, obviously. And then uh, I got a pop up archery system. So uh, I don't know if you've ever seen actuating, you know, actually oh, yeah. moving targets so for archery. Yeah. So I got a pop up archery system I'm going to bring and put out there. We're gonna have that set up. Um, then uh, a gentleman contacted me about bringing his, uh, you know, introductory archery range. So he's going to bring an archery range. And, you know, I mean, I'm open to all these ideas, uh, you know, getting, getting kids involved and just the activities in general going down. Um, so we can, we're still building on that. Uh, even yeah. then. I don't, we're, not, we're not stopping there. We plan on, you know, adding uh, what, whatever kind of comes up and whatever we can think. So obviously just, you know, capable. Like the, the fishing pond, we're not – logistically, there's a lot that goes into that. Into that cool as it sounds. I mean, you got to come in, you know, and have a, a, you know, the tank set up, and there's costs associated with that. We're just yeah. like, yeah, maybe, maybe not the first year, but maybe the second or third. You know? <laughs> I bet there's a ton of planning, man. We do a small um, archery shoot for our friends and our listeners of the show every year, and that does take some planning, and it's not anywhere near as elaborate as a trade yeah. show like this. But that's cool, man. I like that you're doing like these fun activity type things because. It might not seem like it's doing anything real impactful like during the show, but if you think about what it's doing for these kids that go with their dad, their mom and dad, yeah. or if dad takes them out for just a day to like have fun, get their face painted, do what you know, do whatever it is, you know that it's all hunting related, which is what we're all passionate about, and we all want our kids mm -hmm. to, to get into it. Yeah. Now let's uh, let's ask the the burning question, and this is probably something that everybody's going to be either mad at or very happy at. What are ticket prices looking like? Do you have any idea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's twofold there. Like we're, we are pre-selling tickets right now online for just five bucks. So if you, if you pre-buy them and, and do it all online, uh, it's just five bucks. You can buy, I think, up to 10, you know, for you, your friends, whoever. Uh, you know, we're all about like right now garner attention we want to get people uh kind of committed to coming so to speak you know and at the same time that helps us out with marketing dollars and whatnot but at the door it is going to be ten dollars at the door uh but you know we're just trying to encourage everybody to get them early you know and that's awesome dude. coming you know and you know it's, i mean shoot you know like why wouldn't you come yeah, yeah so it's ten bucks at the door and this is a saturday sunday show it's not a friday saturday sunday correct yeah first year we're just we're just focused on saturday sunday uh, you know, trying to keep it simple for the vendors. The vendors don't have to take 
too much time off of their lives to, you know, that's a, invest into it. That's, that's a very good uh, planning, I think, especially like the first couple of years because that's something I considered because I took yeah. all this time off for uh, all these other trade shows. You know, it's after hunting season, but it doesn't seem as impactful. This one, and this is another thing I really love about the timing of this show, it's right when people are really heavily thinking about going back out. Like, they're deep into shooting their bow at this point. They're planning their western hunts. They're getting ready for October 1st in Illinois or Iowa yeah. or Indiana. You got um, about a month left. Some people only two weeks. Yeah. You know, that's... So, yeah. You're going to it's going to be a lot better for vendors. It's going to be a lot better for consumers. I think it it's it hits perfect cuz trade shows always happen after like January, you know? So Right. After the season's over, the hype's kind of down and yeah, no. And I, I look at that as being the completely wrong angle, you know? I mean, in general, I mean, hunting season has always been the business especially has always been seasonal, you know? It's yeah. like as much as people want to change that and try and you know and run these shows in the spring and winter, uh, just to kind of obviously they're trying to you know uh, spread that that income out for themselves. But I mean, just cater to it. You know, you, yeah. you got people who are into it. You know, in August, September, buying this stuff, and it's just like it's that's the time to do it. Yeah, and capitalize I think on it. I, I think that's why I had one of the most fun uh, fun times I've ever had at the um, at Deer Fest up in Wisconsin. Because uh, that's in August, early August. Yeah, that was in early August. But still, you're you're thinking you're like, man, I'm just a couple of like, I get, if I get through this month, then I got one more month, and then I'm good. Right. So it <laughs> it's it's nice having it that much closer, rather than like, you know, yeah, March where you're still fresh. Like, damn, I I missed a giant deer. Or, you know, damn, I didn't have that good of a season as I thought. And then you're just reminded of it rather than being pumped up for it. Well, the one nice thing about, like, the winter shows after season is it helps you kill cabin fever. That is yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. too. So, but, yeah, no, this is good, man. I, I really like it. I like the idea. I love everything about it. I feel like you have the right mindset and the good, or, you know, the correct goals in mind for our home show because I feel personal about it, man. It's it's the Illinois yeah. show, man. So. Illinois used to be known for deer hunting and everybody it still won. is known and for deer hunting how is how would you, why would you say used to be because there's it? no more deer classic no one cares about hunting deer in illinois anymore <laughs> if there ain't no damn deer classic yeah i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but yeah man i the mean what record else? was just killed here so i mean yeah. people are gonna start to care about it quick man yeah that, and that's awesome man i'm I, i'm super stoked that you guys are starting this fest because again it's everything we love deer beer good people there's probably gonna be some hot chicks there so this is gonna be uh it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You know, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do our best this first year. You know, like I, it's it's obviously it's a learning you know curve for everyone here. Uh, you know, being the, it's a first year show. It's my first time running one. You know, but uh, I, I've been to many. You know, I've I've been right there in the booth with most of these vendors that are you know attending. You know, so I mean, I know what it's like on on well. I'm beginning to know what it's like on this end, but I know what it's like on that end, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and I've attended, I've just attended many shows. So, you know, I, I, I I have a good solid, uh, understanding of what it's going to take, you know, but obviously there's always going to be stuff that's going to, you know, hit me from left field. Like, all right, well, I I know that for next year now, you know? Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, no doubt. What, what, um, out of some of the vendors that you have signed up right now, which ones are you most excited about? Um, so like I, I got a lot of I got more. So I got twenty registered, but I have probably like fifty, sixty verbally committed so far. Um, so it's hard to. I'm, I'm really excited about a lot of the verbally committed ones, but I can't really. I don't want to go 
you know, throwing their names out yeah, there without yeah. them being on paper. Um, but like I got a PCR three, you know, uh, come up the other day, uh, Botech, uh, the, you know, regional guy, he's, he's going to set up their, they're going to set up their archery booth. You guys, I'm excited about you guys. Shoot. What am I talking about? (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. I think Uh, we'll podcast at the show. Our booth is a little different from the normal stuff. Like, especially if Illinois had a deer and beer fest, we'll get, we'll get rowdy. We'll get people having fun and. Especially if we can yeah. do some of that beer pong type stuff, that'd be a, a oh, riot. God. Don't but. bring your taser. Oh, yeah. Kurt bought a taser at Wisconsin, and uh, <laughs> we got oh, everybody we, got tased a little bit that weekend. <laughs> maybe we do. Maybe we do a ghost pepper contest too. Oh, nope, man, nope. Contest, you know? nope. Go, been go, there, done that. Down for that. Ghost pepper, <laughs> beer pong, and then a podcast right after, and see if you can <laughs> you can keep talking the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. I can't wait to. I can't wait to diarrhea my pants in the booth. <laughs> yeah, I am then, not you, doing. Then you'll get tased. <laughs> dude, I am not doing a ghost pepper. You guys already made me eat some hot stuff in Iowa. I'm not doing it. It's like, Ohio. Oh, it was Ohio. It was yeah, Ohio that's right. Show. That's right. Now I'm looking forward. It's gonna. It's gonna be a ton of fun already. If we're already planning this stuff out now, I imagine Cole, you're gonna bounce stuff off me between now and time for the show that we're gonna figure out some cool stuff. Oh yeah, you know I do got one other vendor too that uh, that I landed like right off the bat. Uh, it, it's Sportsman Superstore, and they're uh, they're a giant uh, online hunting uh, merchandise liquidator. Uh-huh. Um, they, they don't have a storefront, or well, they do, but they don't. Uh, they're mainly mainly they're, they just liquidate online, but they're bringing they're filling six booths. Oh wow! With, with uh, the hunting products like between rangefinders, tree stands, binoculars, clothing, uh, arrows, sights, uh, maybe some crossbows. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. They, there's really ha- hardly anything that they don't have, but I mean, they're going to be selling stuff. I, I want to say between, you know, 20, 30, 50, 80% off. I mean, it's, cool. they're huh. going to have all sorts of deals. That close to season starting. Yeah. yeah they're going to cool. kill yeah. it. That's yeah. awesome. I know uh, our boys from uh, Wade from Gator Outdoors uh, booked a booth. So yeah, I was yep. like, hey, you need to do this. He goes, well, I don't know if I'm set up. Well, I can make a booth. That's what he does for his business. So <laughs> um, yeah. he, he he calls beers Timber Pepsi. So for him, it'll be the Illinois Deer and Timber Pepsi Fest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the light beers are the Timber Diet Pepsis. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be fun, having a little little party, celebrating deer hunting, celebrating big deer. And the best thing about the shows, man, like one of my favorite things is just you're all you're under the same roof with people that all have the same passion as you. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and everyone's, for the most part, everyone's happy about being there. You know, they're just surrounded by new products, all these deer, all these people that, you know, yeah, just like you said, everyone shares the same passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I want to I want to know a little bit more about you, the guy who's uh, putting on the show. Um, I'm I'm assuming maybe you do have a, a little bit of help too. But who yeah. who in the hell are you? Because you sound like a younger guy, and you've got that uh, entrepreneur spirit. So I want to know more about you. Yeah, sure. Cole the man. So yeah, I own uh, an archery shop in Champaign. I own Hunter's Haven. So that's kind of where where well I grew up there. Uh, my dad owned it before I got it from him. Uh, so I've, I've been hunting my whole life. Um, I, I do a few things. Um, I don't know. I, I'm based out of, uh, Champaign, Illinois, but I, I live in Muhammad, Illinois. I was um, born in Watsika. I don't know how far that is from you. It's North quite a ways. Oh, it's North. Okay. I know yeah. Watsika is kind of a garbage town now, but <laughs> <laughs> it probably always has been. 
Champagne's just He's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know much about Watsika. Kurt was born with hand <laughs> tattoos, if that tells you what that kind of town is. And a mullet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was pulled out by his mullet. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dude, the doctor slash uh, beer store. <laughs> Let the guy tell, just tell us a story. <laughs> Sorry, Cole. My bad. No, you're all right. Way to bring him to uh, a halt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Steve's just like, he's like, dude, this, these guys suck. <laughs> That's funny. Go ahead, man. We're just being assholes. That's what we do here oh, on the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. No, we're all good. I'm just, I'm just driving down 70. Shoot. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been at it for a long time. I'm, I am, I am young. I, I suppose I'm young. I'm 32 years old, you know. Um, but I got, you know, I got three other, uh, guys that are running this, planning and running this show with me. So it's not, it definitely is not just me. I mean, there's, there's, uh, quite a few of us that have our hands in it, you know, that are, we all kind of got our own uh, specific things or specific things we're focusing on, you know, to make it a success. So, yeah, it's cool, man. I can't imagine like the behind the scenes stuff that you guys got to oh, handle yeah. and all that. So and how did you get pulled into this? Like, did you think of the idea and then contact these guys or was it like a joint thing that you guys were like, let's, let's dive head first. Let's go. I mean, I think these guys would tell you I am the idea man, and I and I, I come up with ideas a lot. And uh, you know, this is this is one I pressed and pressed and pressed and pressed, and and I started make you know I started uh, you know taking steps, uh, and those steps were just every one of them was just like yeah that that'll work yeah you know that'll work. And, and next thing you know, it's like hey guys, here we are. Like it's pull the trigger, go time, you know, or it's not and. Uh, and I got them all to say, "Heck yeah, we're you know, we're all in." So it was since then it was just balls to the wall, and here we are, you know. Yeah, when That's I was cool, man. when I was about eighteen, I was was a part of the Mississippi Valley Blues Society, and we'd put on the Blues Fest every year, huge huge fest, especially for the area. And I was able to sit in on the board meetings leading up to the fest. It was a three day music event, right? Yep. You figure the hardest thing would be booking the bands, but the the problem is, you know, what you run into, and I'm sure you're running into this, what a lot of people don't think about is how much you got to pay for security, event yep. services, insurance, all this stuff that you got to you got to you got to pay for, plan for, just all the logistics, you know, yeah, they got to the event has to hire people. They got to get people on the payroll. It's a it's a bit of a nightmare, so that's why I'm uh I'm you know, applauding you for for taking on this venture, and I'm I'm sure you've gotten a couple more gray hairs since you said, "Oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea." And now you're like, oh, <laughs> "Damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does." It, you know, I think the in the beginning, I'm, I'm hoping. Well, yeah, I suppose there's a gray area here. In the beginning, obviously, you know, I was running into a lot of you know issues, but I was overcoming them. You know, and then uh, and now here we are. We've deployed. We're, everything is going great. But you know how it is, like everything is going to tighten up again, you know, a week to two weeks, you know, before the show began, there's going to be some things that pop up. It's like, Oh gosh, we got to take care of this. You know, I mean, there's right. That's, that's inevitable that there are going to be hoops to jump through, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm man that. Yeah. I hope, I hope it just continues on and I hope it goes well. And especially because it's so damn close to us, it's just nothing but a hop, skip and a jump. And uh, I'm hoping yep. that a bunch of people can hear this podcast and decide they're wanting to go or if they have a, uh, a team or a business or production, or whatever they they'll book a booth because booth prices are very fair, I think, yeah. and um, I think it's in the right location. So I and, and the right time. So what are we, are we missing anything? I feel like maybe we well, are. 
you brought up booth prices. I mean, you know, my, one of my biggest insights with putting on this is like, I, I know what it's like. Like I said, I, I've been to, I've been a vendor at many of these shows, and it's, <clears throat> you know, it's not, it's not. Most of the time, booth cost is, it is what it is, you know. But the worst thing about going to a show and investing the time in the, you know, the other costs associated with going to shows, the gas, the the payroll, you know. I mean, these vendors they have other expenses than just booth costs. Yeah. You know, and and if you don't, if I, you know, if I, if I'm not successful, you know, at putting this together and you know, and garnering as much attention that I possibly can, you know, those those vendors feel, you know, at times like there was a waste. You don't want them feeling like it was a waste of time. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's the biggest thing that's on my shoulders. That I, I want this show to be successful for the vendors. You know, like I, <clears throat> they're, they're probably other than attendees. Obviously, it's it's. I'm the middleman, you know, you got attendees and you got vendors. It's like, you want them all to everyone to have a good time, you know? So it's, it's just all about, uh, you know, building it out the right way and, and trying to, trying to get all the vendors there and getting all the vendors there is what's going to get those attendees there, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. And it's got to be understandable that you at least have to at the minimum break even or make a little bit of something just so you keep doing it. Cause if you're going through the hassle of doing this, you know, you don't want to just be like, I'm, I'm done. I don't you want can't to go lose in the it. hole. Yeah, I don't want to lose money just to try <laughs> yeah. to help everybody else out, which that's understandable. But it seems like the way that you're going about it, as as cheap as ticket prices are, yeah, you really are doing this. It seems like for the love of the fest to have it be brought back to really give back, and I, I, I am more excited about any trade show. You than, seem so excited that you're willing to get a Illinois Deer and, and Beer Fest tattoo. Hey, if you're this excited, you could do that, and you could also just jump <laughs> online and go buy your max of 10 attendee tickets and invite all your friends. Damn. <laughs> there you go. It called it. <laughs> now I'm going to get the tattoo instead. <laughs> no, yeah. but, yeah, that's free, a free entry for life if you get an Illinois Deer and Beer Fest tattoo. <laughs> the fest I, would, I would totally go for that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what the, I'm not paying for it, though. No, I just, <laughs> well, you will in the long run because I'm going to live to be yeah. 80. <laughs> what is that yeah, there you go. what is that website for people who are curious uh it is www.deerandbeerfest.com damn it's pretty yeah it's pretty easy is there going to be any official merchandise at the show yeah I'll, I'll be putting together some hats you know t-shirts and stuff like that any some fanny packs on the back. fanny packs yeah. fanny packs <laughs> yeah. you know what i'll consider that if you're really really opting for them if you act like I won't wear fanny packs in cut off jean shorts that whole show, I think you don't understand who I am. <laughs> if I don't, then I need to be. I think I need to invest in some mullet, with some wigs. Some yeah, wigs. Dude, I was gonna no, say that. we don't need wigs. Me and Eric are growing ours. Dude, the I amount will of cut mullets, the sleeves off all the shirts, sell mullets and fanny packs. The, am- the amount of mullets <laughs> I saw at the Wisconsin show was like <laughs> it brought just the spirit of America back into my soul. Right, it was incredible. This one kid had the mullet with like the uh, the stripes in it. Dude, that kid was killing it in life. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. I'm, I'm kind of sad I wasn't at that show at this point. I'll I'll send you a picture of it because he was with <laughs> another buddy, and his buddy had a super crisp mullet with the American flag bandana wrapped around it. And you know, I know there's there's pictures of little little baby Jesus, but man, this kid, he was up there. It huh? Sounds like this you should turn. This photo you got into a portrait and put it on your wall. Uh, right. It already is. <laughs> no. right, no. right right next to his flat earth map. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. 
Cole, as a joke, Cole doesn't know what he's getting himself into with us. As a joke, we always like joke. We don't believe it. We always joke around about flat Earth. Wait, because, you don't believe it? Well, Steve might. We always joke around about flat Earth just because it's so ridiculous. Um, Steve just moved into a house and as a housewarming gift, I bought him a flat Earth map and had it framed and stuff for him. Dude, it is so awesome. It looks like like an it is an eighteen hundreds map. It's incredible. It's cool looking, but if you stop and read it, it's so stupid. <laughs> you would just look at him like, oh, cool, this guy's into like old school maps. And then if you get yeah, really close, you're like, dude, what in the <laughs> guys? I I have that map. What? <laughs> I'm a flat Earth. Dude, I live, Sam. I, I hope that you're nah. being 100% serious. <laughs> I would be like, oh, shit, I call him an idiot, but that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> the dude who runs the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest is a flat earther. <laughs> yeah. Let's not start that rumor. Let's not start that rumor. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, easy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how can Bigfoot hide on such a flat earth? Oh, dang. I have no idea, I suppose. Damn, either, either the earth. Is that a joke? I don't know, dude. All right, if, is there a punchline to that? No, I, this is all right. This is what I'm thinking. If the Earth is flat and Bigfoot can't hide, then either Bigfoot doesn't exist and the Earth is flat, or either the Earth is round and Bigfoot doesn't exist. Or the two exist. cannot can the two cannot exist in this dimension. That's probably a fact. That is a fact. Man, you put some thought into this. No, I really didn't. I'm just running off the top of my head. I have to that. <laughs> dude, my my uh, my brain's like a uh, motor with an engine full full choke, dude. It's just it's gonna run out of gas eventually. Now it's a steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely think with all the hunters in the world that uh, Bigfoot would definitely have been shot by now. You would think, man. You would think, but there's also some pretty shitty hunters out there. So, <laughs> and there's one really smart ape, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. Well, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you believe, do you believe in aliens, and will there be a UFO uh, sighting at the Illinois Deer and Beer Fest? Let's spread that rumor. Maybe get some more people there. That's a safer some rumor people. than Flat Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome. Well, maybe next time we record a podcast, we'll actually get to drink a beer together, and you'll be in studio or maybe just at the show. We'll figure something out. I would be very happy to do that. We'll uh, we'll limit the flat Earth talk on you when we're in person, so that way you don't feel like you're trapped. <laughs> as long as you have a map. <laughs> what's that? As long as you have a map, we can all uh, you know, <laughs> figure <laughs> stuff out. With. We can all study the map. And debate <laughs> you bring a, you bring a globe, and I'll bring my my map, my flat map. <laughs> He'll just bring a piece of paper with some ice uh, ice I'll around it. I'll show you how I can fold that flat map around the globe. And it fits. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Good Sounds Lord. good. Well, man, anything else the listeners should know before uh, we close her out? Man, uh, you know, it's just going to be a great time. August 24th, 25th, Illinois Deer and Beer Fest. Right now, tickets are $5. Get on uh, deerandbeerfest.com. Buy as many, you know, as you think you can, you know, haul around your car. Well, buy as many tickets as you think you can bring friends. And, uh, you know, can't wait to see everybody there. And also, if there's any any vendors or anyone listening, how can they contact uh, contact you or whoever they need if they want to get a spot at the show? Yeah, they can either uh, the, either contact me on the website. There's a form on the website, uh, deerandbeerfest.com, or they can direct email me at deerandbeerfest at hotmail.com. Perfect. Nice. All right, man. We'll stick around on the phone quick. We'll do. Yep. Steve, you got anything to add? No, man, I'm excited about this show. It's going to be a riot. I don't know what my costume is going to be on the uh, Saturday. We might have to do a poll 
because every trade show from now on, I have to have a costume theme. So we'll figure out what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking uh, the 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 mullet fanny pack and cut off shirt with the natty is a good yeah. way to go. Like we were talking about. Uh, um, overly trashy patriotic. That's your theme. Of course, is that a costume for you? I don't even have to face face. Maybe that's just how you are. It's, no, that's every day. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.